Welcome to Will It Game, the podcast about creating crappy board games from one board family. I'm your host, Ryan Gutowski, joined as always by... Rick White. And Ryan, I can hear the sounds of joy and merriment coming from your family on your side, and I need you to tell them to stop it. That is <laughs> too much not joy, acceptable. Too much merriment. Less of all of it. Yes, we have a house full of people. I was just teaching a board game in the other room, and I was like, guys, last three rounds of the board game, we got to ho- put this on hold because we've got a guest judge, Anna Marie Phelps. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are y'all? Good. I stopped teaching wormholes so that we could be here and you could judge our games harshly. I'm so special. (laughs) Yes. Good. Good. So this will be way more fun than playing a board game though, because you will be in charge of crushing our hopes and dreams and our spirit essentially. Just in time for the new year. That's fantastic. Yes. (laughs) As we pitch these two board games to you, but first we want to know more about Violet Daisy games. Tell us about your new publishing publishing expedition yeah thanks i'm super excited so um i announced during pax you uh that i am starting a publishing house we've got a couple of games already uh that we're kind of working on for 2023 one with emma larkins um and another one a ttrpg book that i'm writing and beth sobel's doing the cover art for and uh, i'm really just excited to start to produce the type of games that I like to play and that I noticed over the past two years more and more people were talking about like bringing other people to the table and uh, focusing on the people around the table and telling stories and having the experience with them so yeah I'm I'm super stoked that is super exciting that is very cool and we are definitely going to watch that journey uh, as Violet Daisy Games uh, as you announce these new games that you're going to be publishing and the the work that you all will be doing in the industry. So, How super often exciting. am I going to say Violent Daisy Games on accident? <laughs> I feel I've like heard it, it well, before. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. It actually used to be my gamer tag. So, um, oh. and frequently it came up that I was a Violent Daisy. So, yeah. it fits. Well, you could do a smirk and dagger type thing where it's the smirk and laughter, you know, so you got the violent Daisy games and the violet Daisy games. You got the softer side. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And all the pedals are knives. Um, (laughs) No. Knife pedals are the worst type of pedals. Oh my gosh. I'm writing that down for my graphic designer now. Yes. (laughs) I need more knives on these pedals now. Oh my gosh. See, and now like it's one of those things where I'm picturing the poorly made AI designed graphic of that where it's like, no, oh, I did I wanted the pedals to be knives, not like a bunch of knives and then there's a flower nearby. Come on. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and randomly AI. extra fingers. For yeah. Yes. And why is there a face and why is it messed up? Because it can never do faces. <sighs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's tough. It's bad anyway, but it's also just bad. <laughs> so. Yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> So you have been a guest judge on a previous episode uh, about 30-something episodes ago. Or, yeah, yeah, 30-something episodes ago. So, But it's been a while because we're inconsistent as we record whenever we feel like it instead of consistently. (laughs) Uh, Therefore, screwing the algorithm on uh, Apple and not getting a lot of views. But we're okay with that because this is fun. Uh, So um, just like last time, we're going to pitch you two crappy board games and you're going to tell us which of these is the least crappy of the two. Um, You actually picked the theme of Haupt Cuisine. 
So I don't know much about that. Tell us about it's H A U T E. Hout is, cuisine. Think fancy food. Think fancy um, food. Plate with a small amount of food on it arranged absolutely beautifully. Yeah. So, fancy as tiny an obese, food. As yeah. an obese gentleman, that makes me furious. Yeah, pinkies up, <laughs> um, multiple courses, so, and okay. uh, probably wine to go with everything. Gotcha. There you go. Yeah. So My you and I have a lot of experience with this, Ryan. Uh, what now? You and I have plenty of experience with this, um, being the uh, yes. gentleman about town that we are. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we've got two board games with this French type cuisine in mind, and we're going to pitch them to you right now. Rick, would you allow me to go first since I'm so confident about my pitch? Oh, certainly. Yes. And also you went first last time. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, the name of my game is called Regards to the Chef. It sounds it sounds fancy. Um, in this two to four player cooperative game, and I know not everybody loves cooperative games, but we're going to deal with it. It's going to be fine. Everybody's going to get along. We're going to have a fun time at the table. Is that in this part two of the to four rules? player, some people that's in the like, rules. You will have fun. Yeah, I hate cooperative games. I'm not even listening. Fast forward. <laughs> Um, In this two to four player cooperative game, players are working to impress four high level food reviewers during the course of the game. Players will choose whether they work in the front of the house or the back of the house uh, at the gourmet restaurant that you're serving at. Um, And in a four player game, you'll have two players on each side of the house. So you'll actually team up uh, two, two in the dining area, two in the kitchen. And then in a three player game, the third person actually rotates between them in the different phases of the game. So you'll play one in the front of the house, one in the back of the house for each of the food reviewers that come through. Uh, the four, the four rounds, um, basically represent the four, four food reviewers that will come and judge your restaurant. Uh, first you'll pick a food reviewer card from the deck and to get a little short bio, some flavor text about the food reviewer, some little funny puns and things like that, but they'll on the card, it will give the expectations of what they want at your restaurant. Um, the plea, the players or teams are going to actually, uh, start with the first phase of the round, which, uh, you get ingredient cards for the back of the house in the kitchen, um, and decor cards for the dining area. Players have to spend money on these two resource on these resources to give the best experience to the food reviewer that will come and visit your restaurant in phase two. So instead of in individual ingredient cards, instead of like collecting, I'm collecting carrots and onions, you're collecting things like more generically, like fish, vegetables, oils, things like that. Um, and then on the decor side, on the dining room area, you're actually going to have like dish sets and silverware and certain themes and table accents and stuff like that. But here's the kicker. The two sides of the house are not allowed to talk to each other. The only information that you have is the information on the food reviewers cards. So you're not going to know until phase two, if your dining experience and your food experience is going to match up for the food review, the food critic that comes to your place in phase two, you're going to reveal the cards that you chose and the different ingredients that you picked to make the meals. And then you're going to see what the front of the house, the dining area 
did, and then you're going to get an overall rating on how consistent everything matched up and how everything meshed together, and the food reviewer will give you a final score. Uh, basically, on the back of the food reviewer chart, uh, on the back of the card, it's going to have a chart, and you're going to basically see what your grade is. Do this four times to see how you rate against these four food reviewers and try to beat your previous high scores. And that was regards to the chef. I liked that. That was pretty cool. Okay. It was too good. It was too professional and it's not acceptable is what I would say. <laughs> I typed this whole thing. I think this did it. I typed the whole thing with my pinky in the air, both pinkies. It was really weird. My should. wife came into the room uh, yeah. and she was like, why are your pinky so high where you're typing? I'm like, I got to keep it classy, Aaron. got to keep it classy. Fancy. So fancy. So, that yeah. might almost make up for the fact that it's cooperative, maybe. <laughs> maybe maybe sometimes sometimes it's uh unforgivable so we'll see um so can i suggest an expansion where sure. one of the players can just be gordon ramsay and just scream at everybody else that's playing the game oh, the entire good. time i like it i like it maybe that's the fifth player expansion if it does really well yeah the gordon ramsay expansion yeah <laughs> and just scream obscenities at people yeah Oh, you, um, you draw from a deck of what you're going to call the people. And yeah, half you the have cards to work donkey. The, yeah, you have to work yeah. those words into your insults. So it's, an, yes. it's a very asymmetric game with the, with the yeah. expansion. <laughs> yes. It has like nothing it. to do with cooking. I like it. Everything to do with insults. <laughs> Any questions about regards to the chef? No. Um... How many, uh, well, okay, one, with the chart for the, yes. you know, the food credit to grade in between mm -hmm. rounds, how many, um, how many things are people graded on in so far as like yeah. the experience, so it's, it's, the cooperation, et cetera? Yeah. So what, what it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be icon heavy. So the iconography on the different ingredients that you have are all going to relate to like taste, flavor, um, sweetness, things like that. So if the food reviewer is somebody who really enjoys pastries or something, you're going to have him reviewing things that he, he wants something sweeter, a sweeter experience. Mm -hmm. So as you're choosing the ingredients from like the tableau that you're going to choose, you're saying, okay, I've got to spend my money on the sweeter ingredients instead of the savory ingredients. This way I can make him ha make this food reviewer ha happy and so and each critic is going to have their own unique thing you know somebody might want french decor somebody might want something with more of an urban or contemporary vibe so you're going to it, it the front of the house is going to have to say okay i think they're going this route it's almost like each food, each critic is going to have multiple avenues that they can go down. And then when they match up between the two sides of the houses, it boosts the rating. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. <sighs> that was, I, I, I got distracted. I bought three games during that discussion and um, I don't even know. What are we doing now? What's happening? So if you tell us the three <laughs> games, we'll give you extra points if they're good ones. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, Is that that's how true. it works? I do yeah. appreciate that, like, you, one of the, I could tell that you were really proud that the um, food reviewers were going to have pun names. Like, you oh, were super proud yeah. of that element. <laughs> and um, 
Yeah. I'm just, just disappointed. Beverly in you Biscuits. For that. Beverly, Beverly Biscuits is definitely that. That's the best. That's the first thing that came wow. to your mind was Beverly Biscuits. That is Beverly Biscuits. She oh, wow. loves Southern food and she wants it to be comfort all the way. Yeah, I don't know that that's the cuisine that we're talking here. Is you it? can elevate comfort food. That's like a whole you can, thing yeah, right now. What? Yeah. How dare you pigeonhole comfort food? <laughs> Let me. You know what? I'm I'm distracting from the just fact that, that you took a lot of pride in Beverly Biscuits. Let's. <laughs> I hope you took off points for that. Those words coming out of Ryan. Please don't. Well, I'm Beverly so Biscuits, points. I think, would like my game, which is a okay. game that is here to honor my people. It is called the Redneck Ritz, and in this game, you're working to create the best dishes you can, but with the delicacies of the backwoods. You'll be placing workers to go shopping, to prep ingredients, and then to cook meals. And these things will be represented by, um, well, we, we'll see how many ingredients that we've got. It might be small tokens. It might be cards. We'll figure out how it goes. Um, maybe for the uh, deluxe Kickstarter, it'll be screen printed. Uh, uh, mini, uh, no, we'll have minis. We'll have minis of all the food. That's what we'll do. And of the people placing orders, and it'll be completely unnecessary. Um, <laughs> You'll be seeking to fulfill orders from a variety of customers. And we've got the greatest in redneck. Uh, uh, I believe if it was a redneck cuisine, it'd have to be haute cuisine is how you'd have to. Howdy, howdy cuisine. Howdy cuisine. Howdy. Um, so we got Vienna sausage a l'orange, which is Vienna sausage flavored with Sunny D. Um, we've got possum pitas, sweet potato chip pie, and squirrel. Just squirrel. Just squirrel. <laughs> You'll be working against the other chefs to meet the needs of your highfalutin clientele. As you gain money, you'll have the opportunity to get better access to better ingredients or maybe more ingredients at one time. So you're kind of investing back into, um, you have the option to invest into your your engine, I guess, to, to get more stuff, to maybe make more um, dishes for the clients, but you also, the money will be how you win. So you got to be careful with how much you go back in and, and spend. And of course, um, I've already got a sequel game planned in the sequel game. Um, you'll be working even harder to collect the ingredients, um, by going around and picking up roadkill. That's a completely different game, or maybe it's like an asymmetric expansion, like the Gordon Ramsay one. Um, and that is the redneck Ritz, obviously thought out thought through just as well as Ryan's. Um, all of the different aspects of the game have been planned out. I'm sure you have no questions. Mm. Are there any um, punny names? Any? Oh, Beverly like Biscuits Beverly is Biscuits. also in my game. Beverly Biscuits straight up runs wow. the restaurant in my game. It's Beverly Biscuits. Shut up. That's all I could think of on the spot. The biscuits, Come on. The, the biscuits are made oh with, they're goodness. just really large circles at this point. <laughs> Beverly biscuits. Um, uh, let me so see. Is, I, can't, I don't know enough about good cuisine to be able to make good food puns is my problem. <laughs> like you got, you had a couple of them in there. Yes. Yeah. That's be like uh, Jerry T-Bone Steaks or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just a real lot of really bad nicknames for yeah, some. Yeah. Uh, of then course, they all these people sound a little minis. like they're in the mob, though, don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is Jerry T-Bone Steaks. He's in the mob, the the, the Nashville Mafia. That's good. 
It's a whole different game. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's in the back room. If you flip the box over, it becomes a mafia game. <laughs> well, it's a I two and one. Like that's that. blessed, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the back rub. It t- turns out the redneck grits is actually just a front. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. Yeah. For some moonshine uh, distribution, I'm sure. Oh, well, see, moonshine distribution just got you extra points. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It always does. It always does. I was going to say, are there moonshine pairings with the cuisine at the Redneck Ritz? Yeah, you've got your, uh, you've got your, your rosé moonshine, your, (laughs) you got a, You've got white, you've got white, and then you've got red, and then you've got green. That one's always been a bit uh, suspect, but <laughs> it was definitely made in a toilet in prison. <laughs> I got another. I got another food reviewer, Rick Zotto. What? Oh, oh my! Rick Zotto. <laughs> That's terrible. See, I, I had, it. but I had a minute to think about it, so it had to be terrible. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. Rick Zotto. Oh man, I'm just okay. really worried you're going to start calling me that, and that's going to be. Gonna, I, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, "How can I transform Rick into this character?" Yes. So you've done it. Oh, oh man. so good. So is it so too late to ready. quit the podcast? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it is too late. This yeah. is what you do now. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so in Redneck Ritz, <laughs> um, is it? Do you need to collect the ingredients or is it largely about assemblage and giving it to the patrons? So I think what you're going to have is like, you'll go in and we'll have like five basic ingredients that you can get. That'll be part of what you can, I guess, send some workers uh, to go do that. And then you'll also have to have people though, that are in place to prepare those ingredients. So you can't just go out and get a whole bunch of squirrel and then not have anybody in the kitchen to get the squirrel ready, you know? obviously so everyone knows as as we all know screen printed squirrel meeples um but they're used for food um, we're gonna get elizabeth hargrave to get in on this i know that she'd be a big part of it especially after ryan's game where he pitched hunting animals in the woods um oh listen listen that was as many times as i've hit the right note for the right guest that was my mistake so yeah, this squirrel and will be more, more flattened yeah, looking than your yeah, standard squirrel, yeah. just as they come when you buy them for food. Um, <laughs> and so you'll have just a few of the dishes will be kind of based in a few of these um, meeple based food sources, but you'll have to have different people in place in your kitchen and maybe in the front of the house. And then maybe as the game goes on, you can also hire more workers, which allows you to kind of prepare the food more and things like that. So you're kind of building an engine as the game goes along, but also keeping in mind that the money that you spend is money that out of your victory points. Okay. That's interesting. So definitely economic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As all redneck game based games tend to be. To say that's a theme I have not explored a ton, and obviously that's on me. So you I know, need to I need to do better. You know, it's not out there as much as it. Sh- there's not enough representation <laughs> of <laughs> my backwoods hillbilly family, um, and we need to make that happen. <laughs> but only certain aspects. There's certain aspects that would not cater well to board gaming. <laughs> 
I don't know. I think you quit anything in a game at this point. So that is true. That is true. Mm. All right. So we have the redneck Brits. We have regards yeah. to the chef. Oh, how many does redneck Brits play? It's very. Ah, uh, we'll say two to five. Why not? Ooh. Two to five. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> two to five. Oh, um in redneck ritz is the two player do you actually need to dummy is it actually three to five the um let me think um i have not you know what we're we're currently pr- play testing the dummy version <laughs> developments see, on it developments yeah. on it yeah, yeah we're working on economic that. is yeah. usually pretty yeah boring. yeah, yeah. We're yeah. Working on it. we also uh just like you've mentioned we've got art by beth sobel obviously on this i feel like it would fit perfectly with <laughs> It's the theme. Um, so that's what we're going to also have illustrations by. Um, yeah. Very fancy. All these people do not know yet that they're contracted. Um, it was, yeah, yeah. It was a writer on find other out. stuff that they signed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, let's see. We have our cooperative two to four, largely about pleasing food reviewers. And we have our competitive two to five economic game about um, cooking redneck foods. Yep, yep. I think I'm going to have to to go against my heart here a little bit uh, because at first when I heard cooperative, I was like, mm, "That's a no." But the more you went on, the more I was like, I could actually see playing that. I oh, think. See, the I more think... he went on, the more I started falling asleep. But, you know. <laughs> oh. So wrong. Oh, my gosh. Um, I think I'm going to go with regards to the chef. Oh, there we go. Regards I, to I the chef. I love the idea of having people work together as a team mm-hmm. or, or together as a group, but then base it a little bit team wise where they have to start working together in pairs and not mm-hmm. discuss with the other group what's yeah. going on. I think on. I like I like the four player aspect of of yeah. this idea because you you have your other person that you're bouncing ideas off of, mm-hmm. but then you the two of you really don't know what the other team is doing. Right. And it's kind of like they have this tableau of cards in front of them and they're like, well definitely let's go with this go this route well we saw this on the biography let's go that direction but then are is the other team going to go that direction right you know? are they going to so. catch on at all what what yeah, are they going to yeah. do what's the big reveal um yep. uh the, the four play player fog of love that was tested but unfortunately never re- released was mm-hmm. was similar in that oh really up in nice. groups in little teams uh and it was just it was absolutely fascinating and i think that's something that that caused me to latch on to this is is just the idea it's still not competitive but there there is this whole like we really have to try and be as obvious as we can without being obvious like i know i love stuff like that it's like playing hearts or spades with somebody and you're not saying what you've got but you're kind of saying what you've got like so I like that. And I like the idea of um, having the different food reviewers. So mm-hmm. that. No, don't, don't encourage him to do more pun work, please, please. Like, yes, I think, but I, I think I could see, I could see having like 20 different food reviewers this way. You're getting a slightly different game each time you're Absolutely. shuffling these up and taking four out and different difficulties and things like that. 
So what if um, you had a stable of say six to eight food reviewers, but each of the, um, what are we going to call them? Each of the, it was each of their scoring particulars and the things that mm-hmm. they want could change. What if those were what that slid would be interesting. The card because then yeah, almost you like, have even more than just yep. making twenty cards of reviewers. Your the possibilities are huge at that point. Yeah, so. yeah. I feel almost like I'm like third it. wheeling right now. Do I need to leave? Like, is there? <laughs> no, you'll you'll be you'll we'll put your we'll put your name on the booklet somewhere. I mean, I'll probably that, end up editing what, the rules. That's all. <laughs> yeah, isn't that what you're doing? anyway i mean you're just editing the rules for everybody it's probably what will happen anyway yeah (laughs) maybe in the editing process i can delete all the names of all of the all of the food critics i'm sorry these are all spelled wrong they're all named there we go dan beverly biscuits Uh, very cool. Adam Marie Phelps, thank you so much for coming on the show and thank you for uh, being a guest judge again on, on Will It Game. Um, where can people find more information about Violet Daisy Games? Um, well, you can find me on Facebook at Violet Daisy Games, on Twitter at Violet D Games, and on Instagram at Violet Daisy Games as well. That's awesome. Very cool. Well, we're looking forward to seeing what comes out of your, out of your publishing endeavors, and we are very, very excited for for this next phase of of what you're doing. So, thank you so much for joining us um, and judging our Hout Cuisine uh, themed games. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And uh, remember, you can find us over at OneBoardFamily.com. Join us over there and find us on all the social media sites at OneBoardFamily. We'd love to hang out with you. And uh, as we come into this new year, we are excited about all the conventions that are going to happen. So if you see that we're at a convention, we would love to play a game with you, um, whether it's at Tantrum Con or Origins or Packs Unplugged, uh, Southern Fried, whatever we're at, we'd love to hang out with you. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for joining us on Will It Game. And until next time, we will see you at the table.